6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. A more in-depth look into something that we have been talking about over the past couple of months as more information has been made available to us about COVID long haulers. Every day we hear numbers, numbers of new COVID cases, hospitalizations and deaths. And for many, um, well, for many... You're, turn, you're, you're, you're tuning it out. It's important to remember behind each number is a human being. And while most recover, some are dealing with what we have termed the long haul. We are learning more about it. And those living with it are looking to support groups and medical officials for help. Tonight, the topic is going to be explored with our first guest, along with a couple of local doctors, and live streamed on Facebook. Ashley Antonio contracted COVID-19 in March of last year. She has been suffering with long COVID ever since. Ashley, welcome to 630 Chad. Thank you. Ashley, so man, uh, you you ended up being diagnosed with, with COVID um, March. That was when the first cases were starting to happen. I guess at that point as well, we didn't know a whole lot. It must have been a little scary. It was absolutely scary. Um, the doctors definitely didn't know what they were dealing with. And I didn't end up getting really, really sick until about six weeks after I had my initial case. So I wasn't even able to be tested in the acute phase because at that time, very few people were were getting tested. Um, So they were completely baffled and I just assumed it was a virus, but didn't know what it was. Yeah. So six weeks later, when things when you said things started to get bad, what, what does that mean? What did it look like at that point? How were you feeling? Well, initially when I had, um, when they suspect that I had COVID, I felt like I had the flu. I had mostly stomach symptoms, headache, fatigue, um, and no cough. So I called 811 and, and they just said, without a cough, it's not COVID. Go lay down on the couch and you'll be okay. So um, unfortunately, I started to get better and then went back into feeling terrible again, felt okay for a few days, and then would, would go back to feeling terrible. But what ended up getting me to the hospital was um, a very, very high fever that gave me hallucinations. And I couldn't feel the whole left side of my body. So I was concerned that I was having a stroke. So my husband took me to the emergency room and they were completely baffled by my symptoms, by my heart rate, by my oxygen, um, because so many of the tests came back totally fine, Um, but my symptoms were absolutely not fine. So it was quite the medical mystery. So uh, just to clarify, did you ever get a, a positive COVID test? I had an antibody test done. Um, okay. I think in July during another hospital visit, yeah. and that was positive. But by okay. September, those antibodies were gone. They were gone. Okay, so 14 months later, like 14 months into this, Ashley, and you're still dealing with all sorts of issues. You've been diagnosed with a couple of different uh, disorders. Tell us about that, if you don't mind, and, and the impact on your life so far. Definitely. Um, unfortunately, since I've been diagnosed with the syndrome called POTS, it's an autonomic nervous system disorder, and they're finding it very, very common in long haulers. Um, and it's something where you can't regulate your, your heart rate or anything autonomic. So you have issues with breathing, with your heart, with your blood pressure. Um, and I'm usually not able to stand for more than a few minutes at a time without having to put my feet in the air, which is very <laughs> awkward at times, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, 
I've also been diagnosed since with um, post-viral arthritis and most recently chronic fatigue syndrome, which unfortunately just continues to get worse, but I still hope every day will eventually go away. Um, so what does your day but, look like? I mean, are you just exhausted all the time? Are you able to do any of the things that you used to do? I was off work for five months. I went back to work because I was losing my mind and I missed missed working. Um, but it's very, very difficult. I take a lot of breaks. I'm always exhausted. Um, I used to exercise all of the time. And now if I work out, I'm... It's called post-exertion malaise, but you're on the couch for a week after a day of exercising if you take an extra block on your walk and you don't really know. You're, it's always trying to figure out how much energy you have in a day and what you can do and, and how little you can push without completely destroying yourself. How difficult has it been to find uh, treatment or guidance for you about what's going on? It's been unbelievably difficult because obviously, I mean, the long COVID is something that's so new, but it is very related. Now they're finding to chronic fatigue syndrome, which is also post-viral, and people have been dealing with that for 50 years and without any any cure or any treatment that's really effective. So um, I'm finding that a lot of it is patient focused in that we're bringing things to our doctors to teach them about what's working for us and what's helping us um, and the science is kind of fitting itself together um, based on the experience of patients which is a scary place to be as the patient when you're kind of yeah. figuring out your own your own yeah. treatment but. we do know that there's a couple of uh, clinics that have been set up in, in calgary and in edmonton that are investigating trying to get uh, to find out more about uh, covid long haulers and, and in what they are dealing with this uh, this event that you're involved with tonight ashley that's going to be live streamed on facebook uh, the long haul stories of personal perseverance and recovery from COVID-19. What is your hope that comes out of this? What is your hope um, of sharing your story with, uh, you know, my listening audience and, and those who are going to tune in this evening? I always hope when I'm sharing it, because obviously it's very uncomfortable just to put your whole medical situation yeah. out into the public. Um, but I always hope that people really do take it seriously. This can happen to anyone. I was extremely healthy and extremely fit and this completely upended and destroyed my life as I know it and I don't know if it's ever going to get better. So I'm hoping that people are really careful and if they do notice any of these signs in themselves that they do go to their doctors and go to a long COVID clinic and um, try to address it as quickly as possible to see if they are able to prevent things from getting worse. Because I think as we're talking about, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, how, how old are you? I'm 36. You're 36. You're 36 yes. and you're, you're barely able to do what you used to do a year ago. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Um, Ashley, I think you, you said it uh, perfectly there, perfectly there, saying, you know, you hope that people take it serious. I, I know there's a lot of folks out there that look at kind of the death numbers and all that sort of stuff, but they forget about this side of it. What is happening to folks like you who have had COVID, but have these symptoms, have these conditions that are persisting now for you uh, 14 months later, and that is something that uh, I think that we all need to be aware of and, and cognizant of. Uh, Ashley Antonio joined 
joining me this afternoon. Thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care. So, Ashley Antonio, dealing with the fallout from that COVID uh, diagnosis or, well, at least uh, finding out that she did test positive for antibodies. She was, you know, way back in the the very beginning of this in March.